0: And then it's like, oh, it's it's my fault that I didn't get the sweet person because I put too much salt. That was my fault. It, was, it wasn't it yeah. was his or her fault for the abuse. It was my fault because why would I put too much salt in it? You start thinking like that, man. And I'm not telling you shit that I don't know, man. Lived it. Say like my experiences with my mother. Me and my older sister, have during the checked out phases, we were like, what if I just make myself the least bit of a problem as possible? Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. this is the feel of the house because I'm not enough. So maybe if I do this, maybe if I get straight A's, it's fine, maybe if I like win this, maybe if the house is spotless. So you come up with all of these things where you start negotiating with yourself on why you're in the situation. Maybe this is happening to me because of something I'm doing. So I think that happens in these long-term abusive relationships where the abuser has been conditioning the abusee for years and years and years. And I think that that just goes into like, just like how bad of a situation that that can be and how hard it can be to break those kind of cycles.
1: See, that's a red flag. (laughs) It's a red flag.
2: You got to learn to manage your feelings.
1: Yeah. Just like you got to learn to manage pussy and the dick Mm -hmm. or whatever non-binary equivalent thereof.
2: What are the non-binary equivalents of genital arrangements? Is is there is this thing as not? Because I feel like I feel like genitals are pretty binary. See, That's pretty uh, binary, I, right?
1: I'm I'm pretty I'm I, I'm willing to bet that there is a couple of people out there.
2: This ain't who no would dick. Beg to this ain't no dick. This, this a ain't dick. no dick. <laughs> this is right. This I ain't got no this dick. This is an
1: extended clitoris. <laughs> an overgrown yeah. clitoris is what I have, and my balls have mutated and fallen out. Do not dare call this, <laughs> this is his own thing.
2: But I feel like even if you're, I don't think nobody's saying that. I haven't heard anybody say that. They're like, you know, I'm non-binary, but I got a dick or I got a pussy or whatever. And then obviously you've got intersex people who, they've got something that is that is in between, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a they, they don't have an opening and they do have a larger clitoris or they've got testicles, but they're not functional or whatever, you know, some combination in there. But it's like, everything is between like maximum dick and maximum pussy, I thought it's gotta be. It ain't no, there's no other dimension. Like you can't, can you opt I mean, out and be like, I don't, I don't have genitals, I don't, I don't do that. I don't, I'm pretty, I don't sure. I'm
1: pretty that. sure someone's working on it. They, like they somebody, thinking of a word or a letter sure. or an alphabet for it. Like I'm pretty sure thing. somebody's working on it. Yeah, somebody's working on sure. it.
2: Well, let us know when y'all, and, when y'all drop that. When y'all drop the new genitals, yeah. well, I wanna, I wanna know what's going on with that.
1: It's going to be called something crazy too. Like I
2: want to subscribe. Yeah. It's going to be letters and an ampersand in there. Right. It's going to be like the shit. print symbol. Yeah, you can't even <laughs> pronounce it. <laughs> the genitals previous no- previously known as penis. <laughs> right. <laughs> the genitals,
1: genitals previously known as pussy cat <laughs>
2: That's what I got. You, you imagine you run a, you you with like a, a like a non-binary person and they're like, "Hey, you trying to trying to get some of this this previously known as pussy?" And you're like, "I mean, I, I fuck, I don't I have no idea what I'm about to get. I have no I It's a grab bag. I have no idea what's, right, what's right. about to, to hop up out of these pants. Yeah, um, I don't know what you're about to get either, but we're we going to find out. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, yeah. We don't know who's in, who's out. We don't know what's right, about to go, go down. <laughs> we're going to have a fun time, though. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn it around, upside down, whatever's needed to make, it, make the puzzle pieces mm-hmm. fit. Welcome, everybody, to Waving the Red Flag, the number one uh, non-binary genital and dating podcast in the universe. It's your boy, Eddie. It's Josh. It's Alvin. Um, sounds like everybody's feeling good. Yes. But you know yeah. what doesn't feel good? Mm. Being in an abusive relationship.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. It don't.
2: It's not good, it's not good. Mm. Could be better. Now the question is, why don't people leave those relationships sometimes? That seems to be a common thing that, that we see, you know what I mean?
1: I saw a theory on YouTube, on like some documentary or whatnot. The guy was saying that we, we basically kind of become dependent on the abuse mm. or like used to the abuse. Oh. Like the abuse is normalized and yeah. you kind of gravitate towards it because you kind of think it's normal. And they even did an experiment. It was like with a monkey and mm. it was an experiment between two, uh, two, two monkeys. Like, and there was like a, a, a mother, a monkey mother figure. Oh, in the Harlow experiment? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think so. Cause like one, one monkey mother would like tase the monkey whenever it tried to get up to it and then the other one like wouldn't do anything like it wouldn't like you know shock it or something like that but the monkey that was getting tased would still kind of go back to it
2: oh because there was some kind of response there was some kind of engagement yeah something like that yeah i could i mean because i definitely feel like the things that like because i mean we we romanticize the toxic shit a ton like that's that's very normalized like you know wanting excitement wanting a little bit of push and pull like half of r&b music is that kind of thing and i guess there's i mean you know toxic and abusive aren't necessarily the same thing but they definitely on the way to each other for sure i feel like yeah maybe sometimes that shit can feel like you 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 um you confuse healthiness for boringness almost like being treated right for being boring maybe
1: Ah, yeah and you know i got a better analogy for it Mm. it's like that trauma that's passed down like in the black community since like slavery or whatnot like how we were always beat Mm. So we took that same abuse and passed it on to the ch- our children and like our the generations before that. Of course, like within that, like there's this thing of well, I'm gonna do a little bit better, but you're mm. still like doing the same shit. A lot of the people are still doing like the same shit to their kids. Whether that's you so used to getting cussed out by your parents, where you mm. think that's normal, and then you do that same thing. Mm. You just talk to your kids any kind of crazy way for anything, yeah. mm. you know, or you you know just beat shit out. Well, I did it. I turned out okay, like you know.
2: I'm good. You know, I think there's also like this hierarchical element, you know what I mean? Like where you, you learn that relationships are meant to be hierarchical, you know? So your parents beat you. And it's like, that's, it's not just teaching you that like beating is all right. It's teaching you that the parent child relationship or, or just any relationship is like, there is a person who is, uh, who can do what they want and a person who needs to do what they're told. And so when you become the parent, you're like, oh, well I'm the parent. So that means that I'm the I fall into the tell somebody what to do role. And so you think, oh, well, that, that now justifies whatever abuse that I might uh, like sort of dole out that kind of thing.
0: I agree, and I I think uh, an additional element, because I think both of you are spot on, because there are a lot of things that we we pretty we pretty much, not saying that we have everything figured out about people because you'll find out the more you look into studies that explicitly go into people, you realize how little we actually know just because behavior is so varied Mm. but there's been a lot of work done on abusive relationships. And you know, the stuff that we've already discussed comes up pretty frequently. I'd also throw out the resource argument as well. So it's like, Mm. if I'm a person who's been groomed by an abuser, right? And let's say the abuser is also the one that I'm financially dependent on. He's probably, he or she has probably cut me off from, you know, my support systems, my friends, Mm. my family, Mm. you know, I probably don't work if I work um, the abuser is probably in control of the finances. So I'm thinking like, how, if I leave, how can I survive? How can I survive yeah. even long enough to leave? So like the resource argument also comes into play pretty frequently as well. Yeah. Uh, which is why a lot of, um, organism, organisms, organizations that focus on helping abused women focus on like that aspect of like, we'll get you, you know, your basic Set necessities right. met and yeah. sanctum, um, as the first step. No,
2: definitely. And, like, sometimes the, the whole argument of, like, you know, why didn't you leave is, like, used as, like, a, this, you know, that weird victim blaming, like, is your fault for not, leave, like, kind of a thing, which makes no fucking sense. Like, I hate that question I mean, so much, bro.
1: I'm, I, oh. okay, what's I up? Because I don't, I don't, well, I don't want to, I don't want to delve into that realm of victim blaming or, like, you know, you know, and get, in, get into that. But I still believe in everybody has the onus and the agency on their own actions. So there is a little bit of, like,
2: What is you doing? You could leave.
1: I mean, like, you, I mean, I, like, and I'm not, I'm, once yeah. again, I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to say that, to make that argument of bitch, why don't you leave a nigga? Why don't you just leave? But mm. like, it's still a thing of, if you're in a bad situation, it's like, I get leave. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like you, you still have some sort of onus. Like, there's still like a, a, a something there that it's like, you got to do for yourself.
0: So, so I, I agree with what you're saying, but I think onus is the wrong word
1: because yeah, okay. i think
0: that if i'm talking about onus and responsibility yeah. i want that conversation to explicitly be on the abuser i think mm-hmm. that it's yeah. more like yeah. I, w- I want a different worth than onus and i'm struggling to find one but it's like i know I like, feel like it's like a- fka twigs had like a when she did her interview with gail um mm-hmm. with gail king and gail king mm-hmm. asked her why didn't she leave shia labeouf and she was like i'm not fucking answering that question basically she was mm-hmm. like i'm not mad at you gail she was like, you're my friend. You're asking me that from a position of love. She was like, nobody asked that from a position of love. Other than like the people the close, it. like in, in your circle close to you. Like those are the only people to ask that. Most people that ask that outside of those like very limited circumstances are asking from a position of like, oh, well, did you like like this? Were you like one of those people that like, like the excitement of an abusive relationship? Were you in, you know what I mean? So I think that like, you just gotta be careful about that. Using the word onus, but I think that the core of what you're saying, cause yeah. I, The core of what you're saying is right. Like at some point, it's got to be like a a moment where it clicks for you.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the
2: Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting
0: to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line but i think that when we discuss like onus which i equate with responsibility that's squarely on the abuser Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i think there's a difference between like responsibility and fault you know like like there we go i would say you should you, you should leave but that's something that you owe to yourself like if you want to have a happy life avoid an abuser get away from an abuser but it's like why are we bringing it, like it, the context of why we bring it up matters if i'm talking to my friend who's in an abusive relationship trying to figure out the next step i'm going to be telling them you should leave Here, how can we do that you know what yeah. are the things that are making you stay yeah. what are the what are the pros and cons let's work through how you can leave that's very different than hey this person abused me and i'd like them to be held accountable well why didn't you leave now that's a, that's a, that question is now serving the function of you are at fault. You are to blame for your own abuse, and that doesn't make any sense. So it's like the difference between like fault in a crime having happened and responsibility to your own happiness.
1: There was there was like one other thing that I did think about too is like there's also this aspect of approval, of needing someone else's approval. Mm. Mm. Especially like your abuser, because if they, because you got to think like they are, they probably manipulating you mentally. Mm hmm. So if you're not getting their approval and you're desperately seeking their approval, you'll sit mm. through any abuse. To and get then if you're self yet yeah, to get it, and then your self worth is tied to that person, so it's like it's like nah, I can't I can't just get up. If I leave, then I'm not shit. Or I gotta I gotta prove yeah. to this person. I have to make them love me the way that I want to be loved, or like or something like that. Because I, I really think like it's it's a lot of that shit in there too. It's like just that need for approval and the need for acceptance. Especially by that somebody that that's abusing you, or even even gotta think too, because like it's a lot of times. Like I, I remember, like there was a tactic that there's a tactic that men use on women to make them notice them, or to make them like them, or to make them pay more attention to this person, and that's okay. to insult them. Okay. Like don't okay. compliment okay. them, but you go the opposite route, right. and like you know she's dead beautiful, but you like ah, your hair don't look good today. <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on? You straight? You know what I mean? You like ah what? Oh <laughs> yeah. what you mean? And then like she's engaged with you like to get sure, that. Well, yeah. Why did you say that about me? Like what you mean? Like what's wrong with me? Like what, what what's going on here? So I think they'll like engage with you a lot more, and that's just like on a light level because you've got the earn, actual yeah. physical abuse and whatnot.
2: I also feel like tied to that, there's like like I feel like we we act like uh, like an, uh, an abusive relationship or even abusive behavior inside of a relationship, which I think is maybe a more um, uh, nuanced way of phrasing it is like that. It's always this like hallmark, like the motherfucker comes home, hey babe, how you doing? Oh, you know I am. Um, I'm just still making dinner. Oh, you're still making dinner, and then he just fucking Mike Tyson, like just haymakers the fuck out of you and beats the shit out of you kind of situation. It's like not everything is like that. There's like degrees to it, and so I feel like when you're in a situation where a relationship has abusive elements, you're st- you still love this person, and there's still hope that they that you know, like. The line between oh, I'm in an abusive situation, and like me and my partner are figuring out what our relationship is going to look like, where we're still figuring out conflict resolution, is like a fucking blurry ass line. So you're going like, okay, well they yelled at me, but like that's that's not insane. You know what I'm saying? I'll figure that out. You know what I mean? Oh, they they threw something, but it was a it was a you know maybe we can work that out. We you know go back and forth kind of thing because like people do. People uh, exhibit, regular people exhibit abusive behaviors and then go on to have healthy relationships. That happens literally mm-hmm. every day. So I feel like it's, it can be, when you're in it, it can be very difficult to figure out what the fucking line is.
0: I think it's a sliding scale, but I, I, I agree yeah. with you. But it's like, I think there are certain things that are like hard lines for me. Oh, like, yeah. I think, I think as an individual, you have a
2: responsibility to have your hard lines.
0: Yeah. Like destruction of property, like you're throwing shit, you're like punching walls. Um, there's, e- there's even a lot of language that I just won't tolerate. Like I, like I tell people all the time, like if we're, if we're like having like a spirited discussion, cause I feel like mm. that that happens very normally. And I, I feel sure. like every spirited discussion isn't abusive, but like if we're like having a conversation and you call me stupid and you mean that shit, like I'm, I'm, I'm out, I'm, I'm done though. So it's like, I feel like everybody needs to have their lines. Um, and I feel like even societally, so there, there there, can be like a societal baseline. I don't know what that is. Like, I don't know, because I know what my lines are. And I do know that I hold myself accountable to my lines. And I feel like my lines are, I feel like my baseline is low enough that it's a good benchmark for everything else that I do. For others. Yeah. But I feel like you, you're absolutely right in your overall point that there are like blurry lines at a lot of these points for individual relationship contexts, especially.
2: And I think that most people's lines aren't as... Like, I'm like, I am shocked at how, like, cause we, I think we have this like, we have these societal lines that are clear and that I adhere to. Like, like you said, if you throw something, if you destroy my property, if you like gen- like, genuinely hit me with like any kind of name calling style shit, um, if you put your hands on me, those are pretty much where you got, you got one time to do that and I'm, I'm leaving the relationship. I'm, I'm, but even then I'm like, so, so, yeah. You
1: start thinking about like the emotional bank account, like deposits versus withdrawals. Like, is this one thing really worth quickly
2: throwing away a whole bunch of stuff? And I'm like, and I because I know I've excused at least one within those categories because I'm like, maybe you don't know that that's my line, and that that shouldn't matter. But I think it it does kind of matter that like if you you know if you yell something crazy at me and I'm like, hey, look. I'm just telling you this one time. That's a hard line for me, and if from there it's fine, then cool. But maybe I shouldn't even be shouldn't have even in the previously given that much leeway. But I feel like um, what I was getting at is that I think a lot like most you would. Be, we, I, I have been very surprised at how much people kind of like let slide. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard regular healthy people in relationships talk about how their wife or their husband and them tussled here and there or had a shouting match or she called me this or he called me that and i'm like and y'all still and it's like nope that was just that was a thing that happened in that relationship and it's i think it's very common
0: no i agree because like i like you know like it's been it's been situations where it's like you know like women that i'm close with or you know they confide in me and they're telling me this shit and i'm like motherfucker do i need to fucking like Am I fucking driving to St. Louis tonight? I need to, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, am I? And, like, are, are we finna squad up tonight? Like it's, like, it's like shit like that, man. And it's like, from my perspective, it's a deal breaker. And I'm thinking you're in danger. And from their perspective, they're like, oh, you know, like, it's just growing well. pains. With, and I'm, so I, so I see what you're saying.
2: And then, but, and then what's crazy is that if from that, like, and you tell me if this is, has been your experience, is that it doesn't turn into a hallmark fucking Tyler Perry movie they just end up being fine they get through that behavior to some extent uh changes or and then they get married or some shit and it's fine or close I, to I fine think,
0: i think it has but i think it has all it has also been like it's been weird for me
2: okay
0: like i will say in a couple instances more so than others where i'm like where i'm like i know y'all i know y'all say y'all got through it i'm like i'm not completely over it i hate I'm this not convinced you know what i'm saying yeah. like like I'm, I'm, you know, like give me the word, you know, that kind and of shit. And that's,
1: and that's one reason why people say be careful about what you share about your relationship with your friends, because when stuff ain't sweet, people can get out of character and say some shit, say some mm-hmm. wild shit. And if one of my friends tell, like, one of my friends that I love and care for, like, tell me that they partner did some crazy shit to him. And mm. they got over it, they're fine. Like, their relationship could be totally fine. I'm still going to have that well, in the back not, of my head and be like, this motherfucker yeah. right here, like, just give me the... Like, yeah. you, like I was saying, just kind of so, give me the word.
2: Give me the fucking head. Why? Like, you I know what I'm saying? All like, mean, nigga,
1: like, you, get, know. you know, yeah. I mean, I ain't no why I ought because ain't nobody abusing, you know? <laughs> but but I'm,
2: well, it's okay. like
1: you as a... What you... Yeah. Well, what did
2: you... Okay. Because I Cause was when saying... When you say why I
1: ordered like, that was like in the... Like, I'm going to hit this person.
2: I mean, if they abusing my friend, I mean that's not entirely insane
1: i ne- i wasn't necessarily even talking about just the strict guidelines of hitting somebody or like knocking somebody out, But i'm saying like they could say they could have said something verbally to them oh, that was yeah, real yeah. crazy
2: i was just hearkening back to the squatting up um imagery that ah involved. gotcha 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 yeah i just, yeah, I just like so, to like if something if, no i mean look I, I i'll be honest if 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 it's that kind of a situation where my friend is in a dangerous situation yeah i'm there might need to be you know maybe not beating the shadows but there might need to be a physical something like what to to get them into a safe place absolutely I'm, i think i can i think i'm fine to, to stand behind that
0: what if it's your home 100 real, will stand back okay
2: it. okay well what if it's if your I need, home to, boy? If I need to if if i need to restrain my homeboy's girlfriend so he can pack his shit and get out of a place to to, to find a safe space yeah
1: oh okay cool because i'm like well what if it's your homeboy and she's like giving him the hands and you know he's not physically retaliating so i am just like kind of like where are you going with this oh yeah I, you know i do the physical retaliation It might need to get physical like you going to go and squat up and beat this beat like jump
2: this girl no no I'm i mean not. no I'm but not. I, but, I, but 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 what but what i it, that's another that's another excellent point there's there's a large social circle of, of people who uh can make those kind of social moves so maybe yeah but i'm but i'm de- i'm definitely not going to sit on my hands while my uh friend male or female or any gender is getting their ass beat by their intimate partner I'm not I'm not do yeah, that. so whatever whatever needs to happen to to get them to a safe uh, position so if that's like I said I'm willing to I'm willing to to do restraint type shit if me and somebody else need to hold this girl from hurting old boy as he you know gets out and leaves from a place because he felt scared about it then we can do that or if if I need to as Alvin sort of mentioned hey homegirl of mine could you maybe have a conversation with old girl you know kind of a thing i think that's perfectly reasonable Which,
1: okay so i mean of course like we just this is all imagination i'm pretty sure, sure. somewhere in america somewhere in the world something like this had has happened um what if in this hypothetical situation you and somebody else is trying to hold this girl back and she just start trying to beat the shit out of you and whoever else is holding her back like what yeah. you doing it you know
2: I don't know, man. Like if they start trying
1: to like, you know, get crunk with you and shit. Like, (laughs) I
0: think, I think, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this and I'm going to, and I'm going to play on, on averages. Right. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying me versus just any one individual I'm saying on average. So on average, the average male is about 20, 25% bigger is about twice as strong as the average woman bringing it back to me. I weigh about 250 pounds. I am fairly strong. Like I was I was working out earlier today. I can I can bench Zombie press about plus. 300 pounds.
1: I am six so fast,
0: my nigga.
2: Talk that yeah, shit. I would like, know. I would like know. to Talk know that Talk shit nigga. Come on, little lady.
0: I would like to know the situation where I can't restrain the average woman without without coming to blows. Cause I don't want it to come to that because I think that that's that's just not my ministry. Um yeah. so I don't want to come to that but just as far as like preventing her from hurting me or hurting herself I think that I'm fully equipped to make that happen outside of the realm of weaponry being involved. Um so I'm I'm pretty confident that I can make that happen without that being like a big to do. On average yeah
2: on average because yeah, i mean because those stats that you said do not apply to me so most, <laughs> most you know I'm a, none of that applies to i'm about i'm like i'm like 125 percent the strength of the average woman so it's like it's it's the margins are kind of thin you know so but i i, I also I, again back to the conversation like what's the purpose of this question i don't think that, that a scenario like that comes up enough for us to like really focus too much on those hypotheticals because one, like you said, most scenarios, you're gonna be able to do that. Two, most of the time, like you said, most of the time, it's a man beating a woman, yeah. not, which is not to discount when it is the, the reverse, but I think, you know, like, to what extent do we really wanna, like, spend our time, like, spinning our wheels in a hypothetical fantasizing yeah, is. about equal rights and equal lefts when it's like, e- that's 90% yeah. of the time not the it, situation we're dealing with.
0: And that's a great, that's a great figure, because that's about what I was gonna say, too. Like, it is the vast, vast majority of the time this is men being abusive to women mm-hmm. and that's one of those situations where like the numbers say one thing and like it's probably fucking undercounted like it's you think you like it's probably fucking, yeah it's one of those things where like you have a lot of people that probably aren't misreporting i mean that probably aren't reporting you have a lot of misreporting based on police reports being filed because a lot of that is like um statistics that filter up to like um um various federal organizations but like yeah like this is this is vast vast majority a male on female problem
2: i, I can agree with that i've and I, I mean with the with the 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 under thing I'm, i always wonder because like i feel like as much as women under report as a percentage i feel like the percentage is higher for under reporting for men if i had to guess the amount the amount difference might be so big that that's irrelevant but i would mm-hmm. have to guess that men underreport at a much higher rate than women under report Though I think that men are getting abused at a way, 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 way lower rate, if that if those two numbers that I'm talking about make sense.
0: No, that makes sense. That's a good way to think about it, actually. All right, so, yeah, totally yeah.
2: agree. Um, but I was gonna say, I think another big part of it is like being being like real, like scared with it, that they're gonna escalate. So you you get into a position where you're starting to like, cause yeah, you you don't realize you're in a movie when you're in that situation. You don't realize like, oh, I'm in an abusive relationship. Like you're not you're still negotiating like oh is it this is it can we get through this is it you know this is a one-time thing is this a pattern of behavior or is this a because everybody everybody does some shit that they're not proud of in a relationship it happens all the time but at some point you've either you either cross a line or it's slowly escalates and you go well if i'm okay with this then i'm okay with this and, and that's what i think that your your boundaries get pushed further until you're like okay well they yelled at me okay well they threw something okay well they call me stupid and then you kind of you, you know six months have passed and you're like fuck i'm I'm getting hit like that's whoa what the fuck is good that's a part of my life now um yeah. and then i think you start to negotiate where you start to um you're like if i try and leave then like this is how they treat me when we're in a relationship when they when they like love me and we're like they they care about us like maintaining peace within the relationship imagine how they'll act if i decide to leave so if you only got a, a full escape plan it's like you know do you really want to fight back you know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, it's not to not to invoke something that's so comedic, but it's like the, the booty warrior shit. We can do this the easy way or the hard way type shit. Like, if your choices are get beat or get beat worse, I think a lot of people choose get beat. And I think that's the thing that keeps a lot of people trapped.
1: That's true. A lot of niggas, I mean, I I imagine a lot of niggas that uh, do engage in that abusive behavior have uh, used the words, I will kill you. I'll mm. come back and shoot this bitch up. Like I've I heard that a lot. Like I will kill you. Like Absolutely. you fucking around, and leave me. I will kill you. I will find you and I will kill you.
2: And you and you have to believe that motherfucker, especially depending on what like like Alva said. If you're dependent on this person for resources, if you've been isolated from your social support network, because I, I just watched a show. I forget what the fuck it was. It was with old girl from Leftovers. She was leaving an abusive relationship, and the first like three days of it were so intense because it was like she had to plan it. She had to like. Sleep with him and like you know be all calm and everything, but she had to have her go bag and she had to like wake her kid up real quiet, go out the door, start the car up and leave while he was still asleep, and then drive over to like drop her kid off so that she could like fi- like get some some paperwork or some shit all before he woke up. Now he wakes up while she's driving off. She tries to go to some friends to say, hey, can y'all help me out? Turns out he didn't already called the friends and the friends are trying to get her to go back to him. So it's like. You don't even have a resource to how the fuck do I get away from this person? If I live That's in the same right. town, I don't have a job. Like, how the fuck am I going to? Cool, I leave him and then what? I go live in my mom's place. He know where my mama live. Exactly. I go another town over with what money? You know what I'm saying? I go try and get on welfare. Like, okay, but I have a kid. And, oh, fuck, the kid is his. And, like, you know, like all that kind of shit. It's like, <laughs> what you going to do, you know? Then it's kid. Exactly, now it's kidnapping. Yeah. Now he's got the police chasing my ass down. Like, you know, all kind of crazy shit.
0: And then it's also like, I mean, so just, just harkening back to say like my experiences with my mother and my mother wasn't ever in a territory where I would say physically abusive. I would say most of her fault was just being completely checked out. But something that me and my older sister have discussed was that during the checked out phases, we were like, what if I just make myself the least bit of a problem as possible? It was Mm. maybe, maybe this is the treatment. Maybe this is the feel of the house because I'm not enough. So maybe if I do this, maybe if I get straight A's, it's fine. Maybe if I like win this, maybe if I don't do this, maybe if the house is spotless, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. So you come up with all of these things where you start to do what you said. And I thought this was a profound statement. I don't know if you took it as such. You start negotiating with yourself on why you're in the situation. So Mm. you start saying like, maybe this is happening to me because of something I'm doing. Maybe this is really my fault. So I think that happens in like these long-term like abusive relationships where the abuser has been conditioning the abusee for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Like at some point you probably start thinking that like, like, Hey, like, is, is this my fault? Maybe I'm just really like fucking up here. And I think that that just goes into like the, just, like, how bad of a situation that, that can be, you know, like, and how hard it can be to break those kind of cycles.
2: Especially if you're getting, like, little morsels of of, of, of positive feedback here and there. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, ah. it's one thing if a person is just consistently awful to you. It's another thing if, like, Oh well, when I do clean, he's he is a little bit like, like when I do this, and like he is, you know. And then you start to but, go like, okay, well, I guess I should do more of that then.
1: Well, that's the thing though, because that's I think that's what a lot of that stuff is. Because like they could be mean as fuck to you one night, and maybe like be abusive and hit you, and then come mm. back to you all super sweet. Man, it's that's like, the like, oh, scary. Wow, why can I just have this sweet person? Like, why? Maybe like I was saying, well, maybe if I just become less of a problem, maybe if I just make sure that the dishes are clean. His food ain't got too much salt in it. If I just do these, like I'll consistently get the sweet person and mm-hmm. then we'll be okay. But and you know, then it's like, it's, oh,
0: it's it's my fault that I didn't get the sweet person because I put too much salt. Mm-hmm. That was my fault. It was it yeah. wasn't his or her fault for the abuse. It was my fault because why would I put too much salt in it? So you're like, you start you start thinking like that, man. Like it's it, it's crazy. And like and I'm not and I'm not telling you shit that I don't know, man. Lived it.
2: And I also like, and, and, and I don't know if I'm making excuses for stuff, but I, I also feel like the whole thing does feel like a little bit of a spectrum. Like, I don't know anybody who's not a little bit toxic or who doesn't, you know, who manages their emotions perfectly. So I'm, I'm thinking like what you're describing in a normal, healthy relationship, a person could be like, sometimes my partner is sweeter than other times. And it's my job to some extent, because I do think to some extent it's my responsibility to kind of like manage or create a safe space for my partner to feel uh that they can express themselves uh, well, that they, that's, that they're not stressed, um, that they have a place to like vent, not necessarily, you know, beat my ass, but like vent. And if they're feeling, if I can sense, oh, she's, she's having a tough time, she's in a mood, she's irritated about something, I can do things to calm and assuage that a little bit, you know what I mean? Or, or create an experience to like, you know, make her feel better. But I think that same framework, you can drop like other crazy ass abusive behaviors into that and it's still, you're still in your head, like, Oh, this is the same kind of thing.
0: I think it's like where your baseline is. And I think, and I think mm-hmm. finding out where like, so for example, for me, I think that there's a, there, there's a very clear established baseline of cordiality that
2: Needs I'm going to
0: try my absolute fucking hardest to maintain. Agreed. 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 You know what I mean? So yes. it's like, out. so it's like, even, even if I'm expressing, you know, displeasure even if I'm upset even if I'm doing this like that like my baseline is my baseline so and I do but I do agree with you I I think that like you know like with I think the obvious very obvious like caveats baseline is really can be can be context specific you know I mean it can be very much dependent on like what's going on in that moment your relationship with that person but I do but I think that like if if we can there should be like a universal baseline you know I mean like
2: I think, I think so. And I think, yeah. it should
0: be, and I think it should be a little bit more stringent than, than physical shit. You know what I mean? I, I think, yeah, I think, I, I I think it should, should be a lot lower overall than where it is for most people.
2: I th- yeah, I, I think it's a lot lower. Like, I think everybody talks a good game, but I think most people have experienced and let some shit slide that they probably should not have, you know, some form of not necessarily physical, but slamming doors, punching walls, uh, throwing shit, screaming, name calling. Like, I think most people have experienced at least one of those things in a relationship and, and kept going through it like it wasn't some crazy-ass wild shit um, that should have ended the relationship right there, in my personal opinion. So... Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, I ain't about to sit up here and try and argue against you on that, because I mean, ultimately, you are correct. I guess, like, because I... Because I'm... Okay. Do I really want to tell? I know... I I had one... I'm one of my friends, one of the sweetest guys... And uh, he's married. Um and you know, he was going through like, you know, it's just a lot of stuff. A lot of and just hmm. just a lot of stuff life piled on shit. to him at one point. Yeah, just a lot For of sure. life stuff piled on to him. And something happened, it was kinda like a straw that broke the camel's back in a sense. And hmm. he was like, fuck and just threw something against the wall. And it freaked people out. Mm-hmm. So but that was just like a one time occurrence. Like he's that's I, that was something that, that, that was out of character. Yeah. So I so it's kinda hard for me to sit up here and be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you scream or raise your voice and you know, if you throw something against the wall, no, nah, nigga, yeah. you need to leave. That's abuse like no, nah, you I don't know like what's that's coming after that point in, of,
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's but that's, but that's, that's what's scary. That, yeah. Cause that's cause that's how you that's how you end up in a Tyler Perry movie. Oh, that's he not like that. Oh, she's not like that. That was real out of character for her. She just, she was going through a lot that day and then it happens again and again and again and it's a pattern. But then again, uh, things can be one-offs. So I think, you know, I don't know. It's, it, it feels hard to keep yourself safe if you don't have that clear line in the sand, like Alvin said. Like if you're, if you have a conditional line in the sand and it's just, that's just a beach, there is no line. You can just go wherever you want. Yeah. That's pretty good, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like,
1: there are a lot of red flags. Hmm. He that... said a thing. <laughs> Indeed, bro. I've been into shit, man. I tell you, bro. Um, Identifying them. I just feel like there are a lot of things that are red flags, but maybe people don't recognize them because it's like subtle shit. Like I'm kind of sensitive to red flags, more hmm. like when somebody do some shit or say some shit, I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna have to watch out for that. Or like, cause I start thinking like, okay, I don't know if this is about to work, but you know, this isn't necessarily a thing that I just need to get packed my bags and go and just be like, fuck you. Nope. I'm not, not dealing with you no more. But like, if I notice like patterns and you know, you cross a line and it's like, nah, fuck that. Because I know that you've exhibited other micro behaviors Mm. that were offensive. So I'm not going to, I can't, nah, I already know this is not going to go anywhere because you've already exhibited so many different, like so many other micro red flags that, I know it's just kind of something that's just boiling, and that's not going to get better. And I think a lot of people either don't know how to recognize them red flags, or just t- are just totally oblivious.
2: No, I, I that's that's the, and and people people normalize it to where they're like, oh, that's they don't see it as as something that should be a red flag because yeah, I don't think I don't think people necessarily agree on what's acceptable in a relationship. What's the difference between this is a really, really bad abusive behavior. And this is like a rough patch and like a bit of a toxic behavior, but it's like ultimately forgivable, ultimately something that we can work through. And I don't know. I mean, I do, I do believe in giving people grace. I think that, you know, cause like we've, we've had discussions where I've like labeled something to be like, that is abusive. I think there's a difference between abusive behavior and someone who's like a psychopathic abuser. You know what I mean? I feel like we got to just like, like good, decent, regular, normal people can do bad shit they need to be held accountable for that. They need to correct that behavior. Um, if it's criminal, they need to be they need to be held to account for that. But it doesn't mean like everybody's not a fucking villain who does some yeah. some, some fucked up yeah. shit. Um,
1: Yo. And hmm. switch to a, switch to something else. And this was crazy to me that to hear. But did y'all hear about the um, bill or the law that they're trying to get passed to make men pay child support for an unborn child? Is that real? A few sta- a yeah. few states have passed it. Like I want to say the first state to pass it was Utah. Damn, like it passed?
2: I yeah, thought it Utah was just a proposal passed.
1: right now.
0: No, it was um it passed and I want to say it was the first of it uh, it was the first of its kind. We might have to fact check that one, but I want to say hmm. Utah was the first to do it. I think Missouri has one on the table. Are they the ones that are um
2: See, we 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 suck, man, We, we 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 Fucking So so,
0: is, <laughs> yeah. so I will I will say. I will say Oh yeah, yeah. Utah passed theirs in um April, twenty twenty one. What? Yeah.
1: Child support, 50, for an unborn child been passed since twenty twenty one in Utah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, I will say that I think that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's fair.
0: And I know we we've talked about this on 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 episodes before. Like I know like Evo got into it when they were on. You
2: you, you need you need people
0: like a lot of a lot of these social programs that that people want expanded and audit that that kind of stuff require a tax base. So in order to have the tax base that you need to support Mm -hmm. wider, wider, you know, like social programs, you either need more people or you need an expanded tax base by people making more and more money, more than likely you need both. And like when you see like all these wonderful social programs that people want in Europe, they're actually on, on, on life support because like in Europe, they don't have enough people and the tax base from money perspective isn't going up as fast. That's why like the national health service in the UK is always in threat of going privatized. So I do think, I don't think that, you know, making an abortion ban is the right way to do it um, because I don't think that anybody should be able to tell a woman what to do with their body. But I think that the way you do it um, is to make having children more attractive and easier and less of a, of a hardship financially for people. And I think that we should rather than ban. Exactly. So I think that we do need to start getting creative from a social program, kind of like legislative perspective on how to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think this is the right way, but I do think that like there needs to be some sort of legislative way to make it more attractive for people to have children and easier. I would actually go for like nationally subsidized childcare. So I feel like even stuff like that makes it more attractive to have children as opposed to like, you know, banning it. But again, I don't think that this is like the right way, but I think the heart is kind of, in the right place,
2: so you think the you think what what so you think this um you know fetal child support is in service of that like I kind of I'm I'm not fully connecting the dots like I kind of see yes I think saying, I think I
0: think the because like I I read articles about like reducing the, the burden
2: for having a child by yes, making it yes. a two person affair okay and that was the
0: argument that the legislators at the state level made when they were pitching it they were like we they you know and it was obviously a, a mostly conservative like backing for this particular legislation they were mm-hmm. like. They were like, we don't think you should have abortions. They were very clear on that. They were like, but we also are very strong that we should help you, like, take care of the kids and be financially stable mm-hmm. to be good parents if you don't do that. So that was the impetus on why they were doing it, at least in Utah. So again, I don't, I don't necessarily think this is the best application of that ethos, but I do think that, they, like, if you're going to have same energy, that, though.
2: yeah, like, keep the same energy, the- but. That's the main that's the main fucking talking point that mother that that people on the left often point out is this this uh, argument from hypocrisy where they go are you really pro-life because if you were pro-life you would be you know you would say that we should a man should start paying child support on the fetus and we should have better welfare we should have health care but you don't you're, you're pro-birth not pro-life and it's like some of these pro-life motherfuckers are pro they're like no yeah we like we we don't want you we want more babies and we're willing to do what's necessary to make that um maintainable i, I wanted to the extent man. to which that's the majority of people who have that stance but some i, of I, I would venture are keeping to say that same energy.
0: yeah i would venture has- to say most don't keep the energy
1: most they, energy, yeah. but but that's the thing because, like, just like Eddie was saying, they like some of the motherfuckers like dead ass keeping that same energy. But and I was the the article, one of the articles I was reading earlier today was saying that the, it got one of the things that kind of like really pushed it forward was, was because a woman in Texas was driving in the HOV lane, and the cop the cop pulled a woman over in Texas that was driving in the HOV lane, mm. and she was he was about to get a ticket, and she was like, "Nah, no, I'm pregnant." Mm. there's two there's two people in this car if you really pro-life if the, i mean if i'm in a pro-life state it's two people in the car so I don't, I don't i shouldn't get a ticket and they took that shit and was like well you know what you're right if we really do believe that life begins at conception as soon as you bust that nut in somebody mm. nigga you gotta start paying child support i
2: don't, but, I don't i'm not opposed to that Cause like, cause you know how I made that whole financial abortion argument earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to keep the same energy. Like I feel like f- uh, financial relinquishment, I should stop calling it a financial abortion because it implies like the same moral valence or whatever, but like financial relinquishment and abortion rights should just be one thing. You know what I'm saying? If I can opt out of paying for a child, you should be able to opt out of having the child. And if you can't opt out of having a child, then I shouldn't be able to just <laughs> fucking nut in people and get them pregnant and they got to deal with that. Um, but I, but even though they should be tied together, I mm-hmm. think that you can keep the same energy in the wrong direction. You know what I'm saying? So we should be yeah. going, everybody has more rights. Not everybody has fewer, but the two things should be tied together, I think.
1: Because my thing is, I just don't really, I don't, I believe that there's a different agenda than that, than they're actually mm. pushing, than what they're actually okay. saying.
2: Ooh, like, okay.
1: I don't trust the fucking government. Yeah, at all.
2: You're trying to get these white babies, baby numbers up.
1: That's one. And then the old girl who was with Donald Trump on the stand, like, literally said, this is a victory for white life. Out her mouth. <laughs> Wasn't edited. This is a victory <laughs> for white life.
2: I thought that was a, I was willing to give that a, like, like, uh, she just, she just, because the words kind of sound similar, but you think that was a for real Freudian slip? Absolutely. Definitely. Okay. 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 she didn't okay. Say, I mean, absolutely, she
1: clean as fuck white. This is a victory for white life like clean like it wasn't no white uh, oh oh life that no like it was white life like it was that she carried that motherfucker. Goddamn clean layup yeah (laughs) like but but just like alvin was saying it is for texas because like we do need the economy like they do need we do need people for the economy or whatnot and then they're trying to i think they're trying to bounce get the economy to bounce back with the baby with another baby boom with a forced baby boom but i was talking to my homeboy Jamerson earlier and he actually brought up a really good point of a contradiction within that is because they are digitizing a lot of work from the workforce anyway with technology like the way that technology is progressing like a lot of people are getting kicked out of jobs that they was doing and it's been a trend for years so so it's like
2: wait can you just finish off that thought because i think i understand what you're saying but just for listeners can you just yeah, so okay, so for it.
1: instance, um for instance, like in Japan, like they have kiosks when you go to eat. Or like there's a robot that comes up to the table because my and then <laughs> it's food and then it go on its way. Mm. That's cutting out jobs. I'm just saying that the technology is cutting out more jobs. Factory workers, there's a lot of technologies that cut out a lot of factory worker jobs. And with the rise of more technology, it's still taking away more jobs, but you want more people in the economy that might not even have a job by 2050 or might not be Mm. skilled enough. Like there might not even be enough jobs in, you know, to sustain the uh, people who are actually living and then give them a a living wage.
2: So we end up with a large unemployed population.
1: Yeah.
0: So Mm. there's been extensive study on like the fact of like automation and like jobs. Who did one? The IMF has done several. Most people think that it also is a job creator. So the benefit is that, that you actually end up gaining like 700,000 jobs like globally. But that goes back to the point that I was making before. If you want more children, you could do so organically by making sure that you have an economy that can support parents that can work and afford them. Like I feel like if you make sure that people are put in positions, which you can do from a lot of structural like strategies, if you have a situation where people are able, like and they feel secure and confident in their ability to like support like families and children i feel like it levels out fairly well but i feel like we don't do enough to ensure that does, for does a lot it. of the reasons that Josh that, that,
2: that I mean, but does it because that still seems like the like people still have to have jobs in order for there to be like a tax base right like they, they still no. Have but the that that was my that was my point that was my point i think that like so, when like, i said what that do, like like what do you need specifically? to make pe- to like get people jobs. That seems like really complicated to ask. Oh,
0: I mean, it is complicated, but again, you can do it. So like one, it's very complicated, but you know, like one of the easiest things that you could possibly do. Okay. And I like to point this out uh, specifically because Barack Obama tried to do it twice and Joe Biden has tried to do it um, consistently since he started and it keeps getting shot down even though it's a phenomenal idea. Just have a government spending program that invests in infrastructure repair and expansion. So what that does is that puts people in works people. Yeah. Yeah. It employs people. Right. And then it has a, it has a a compounding effect because now if you have additional infrastructure for stuff like, you know, like better roads, better public transit, um, that could be supported by state and federal subsidy. I'm very partial to that. Um, state and federal support for broadband, um, expansion in in rural America, that kind of shit like that. So that's creating jobs is making all of stuff, move faster from a business perspective It's making learning quicker. Um, so what you do is you expand the tax base, um, by facilitating all of that kind of stuff. And what you do is you don't raise taxes. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's Keynesian economics. You, you expand the base, you get, you get more people working, they start making more money. You don't tax the masses in mass. So, and then you also have a situation where you control leakage outside of the country. So that money is circulating more within the country than without, so the tax base within the country just continues to rise, um, without raising taxes on the majority. Keynesian economics, one on one.
2: Sounds like you got it figured out. That sounds that's that sounds pretty doable. I mean, FDR did it. And then we could do it too. Yeah, I think.
0: Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Y'all want to do a, a little quick? Uh,
2: oh yeah, some some people don't. Yeah, exactly. FDR thought that was a car.
0: Obama tried to do this shit twice, bro. Like it was such a good idea. And they wouldn't let Barack Obama pass a fucking national federal infrastructure bill, but whatever.
2: Damn, fuck them niggas. All right. So y'all want to do a quick little relationship uh, advice bit. I'm gonna read it off. We can close it off on that. Yes. Yes. and Yes. Fantastic. Okay. So, so you're casually dating someone in early stages. You make a rule that says like you're open ish, you know what I mean? Like during that talking face type shit. And so if one of you you sleeps with someone else or seeks out something else outside of the relationship, the other can kind of do it in the same thing. So like if, if I go and kiss someone, you can go and kiss someone. So three and a half years later, you end up being like pretty much monogamous. Y'all, y'all go together. You know what I'm saying? And you, you know, you're in love and all that. Um, and everything worked out. So you make a joke, ju- a joke to your boyfriend. Um, there's a woman, you make a joke to your boyfriend. And you say like, you know, isn't it funny that we had that like rule at the beginning of our relationship that like definitely doesn't exist now. Like how we used to, could see other, people, you know, kind of a thing. And he goes, um, I thought we were still non-monogamous. And uh, great news, great news by the way, it's 16 bodies that you can catch whenever you feel like it, you know, in this relationship. So old girl wants to know, has she been cheated on 16 times? Is that what's happened? Like what what the fuck is this scenario?
1: That don't, I, I don't understand how three and a half years went by and that conversation That's what was never revisited. That's that don't what make I'm no to sense to out.
2: me. That, that, yeah, I could see, I could see, I could see catching a couple of bodies because I've been in that scenario where talking phase, somewhere in there, the other person decided we go together, and I'm like, yeah when, when did right, we decide we, that? right You know, and you catch one, maybe two bodies, three if you're super active, I could see happening. 16 over the course of three years is like, how did you not, how, how, did, how did she not say, hey, honey, how was your day? And you didn't go, oh, I got my dick sucked today. Like, how did that, you would ha- have to actively hide situations like that. Like, Mm-hmm. You, you would have to avoid so many conversations to explain where you were or what you were doing on a given night in order to get to over three years, 16 bodies? Right. That'd be so difficult. But then I'm looking at the way he revealed it. It doesn't seem like he got caught and then revealed it. It's like she brought it up and he was like, oh, what do you mean? So, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm, with, I'm with very dubious exception. how the fuck this happened.
0: With a rare exception, and I've talked about, um, you know, past relationships and how that like came about for me, and how it was kind of like we said some shit, and we were both like, "Oh, so we go together?" And I was like, "Yeah," and she was like, "Yeah," and like it was it was that kind of thing. So like, yes, I, I get that it's not always an explicit conversation until it finally happens. Got it? Cool. Check the box. But outside of those very limited circumstances, if we ain't had the conversation, we ain't we ain't monogamous. If we ain't had a.
2: If we ain't had a sense. fucking
0: sit down conversation, we is not monogamous. Outside of those very limited like situations, yeah. like I said, well, and said like, it, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like three and a half years went by, and you didn't go back to that you know conversation. What? And I I say, agree. Hey, but what my, are we doing now? Yeah, yeah. That's like what
0: that's what I'm. I agree that it's preposterous that like it didn't happen. Like it's weird that it didn't happen. But the fact but of the matter it is, it fine. didn't
2: fucking happen. <laughs> but but no but I'm okay so so when i say it's ridiculous i'm thinking that there had to been some level of active or passive manipulation to hide things mm-hmm. because yeah. over the course of 3 years you cannot if you're if you're seeing somebody regular enough that they i mean then again i think people sometimes they they project their own emotions into yeah. into a relationship and they make it something that it, it never was but i think if you're seeing somebody consistently for 3 years at some point Unless- you would have to start hiding shit really effectively to be, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're seeing somebody like Unless that, you're seeing y'all live three, together. four, five. Oh, okay. So Unless they, y'all live yeah, together. That's, that's I what think, I'm asking. I think if that's they live pretty, together, that's gonna be I'm If saying. they
0: live together, then I agree with
2: you. Outside of that, then It's possible nah. that you're catching bodies and it's not. It's, yeah, it's you know very what? That's, possible. A, that's a very fair point. Because I could see, because there's not enough specifics on like what quite monogamous means. You could definitely have a friends with benefits for three years on again, off again and you're seeing each other three night, like because you could think you somebody's girlfriend because you're seeing each other three times a night three three times a week and he's like we're we're very good friends you know i'm seeing other people that i could t- so i could i could see that happening you thinking i go together with this part because you know what this reminds me of <laughs> um it's like um in the americans it's this movie it's this show about like um yep. so like the 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 soviet like sleeper agents back in the 80s that were like living in america having whole lives one of these niggas it's very, good is for married. Two seasons. very good for two seasons it was very good for two seasons I, yeah I let, I let it go as well um I, I wish they had done more with the panther shit because that was like a crazy fucking subplot but this nigga is married as a spy but he has another girlfriend who's actually a mark who's like she works for the fbi and he has a whole relationship with her where she like he doesn't she doesn't realize but where she's feeding him information so that's it's a whole fake relationship at some point they get married and i'm like that means that it is possible to fit the like relationship needs of a whole ass marriage into the spare time of another marriage so i could see a person accidentally thinking that they go together with somebody when really like you're just somebody that this person sees regularly as opposed to their like life partner and then so put, I could see that for three years
0: happening, yeah. Put into perspective that like most niggas, like the like for most niggas especially, like the bar is in hell, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. like the expectations for what a male delivers in a relationship as far as like mm. you know, like it's a so lot of low. stuff is so yeah, like low that could you could sleeping. you yeah. could definitely do too. Like if especially if you're and just being, you know, if you're working forty hours a week, hell yeah, you can do two. Mm. If you're working
2: part time, you can
0: do four or five. <laughs> I mean, dead ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're yeah. working like regular, regular motherfucker, you know, forty hours a week, hell
1: yeah, you can do two. You got the spare that's, time. That's a lot of. That's a lot of. That's a lot of work.
2: Is it, it real though?
1: I agree. It is, man. man. Okay. <laughs> even bare I minimum is a lot.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, like
1: just dividing your time and attention between like all these different women. That's a lot of time and energy you putting into bitches. True. Like True. All you doing is working, eating and fucking. Or manipulating, yeah. like, or just lying, like, you know? oh why are you like, I mean, like, yeah, bro? Like, you
2: just eat, <laughs> eating, gaslighting, and working—that's it. This right. whole day, I
0: like, just go to sleep after a long day of gaslighting and shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to punch this be... clock to
2: gaslight this motherfucker. Real. <laughs> Honey, I'm home, <laughs> but no, I'm not. But you just said you were. No, I didn't, bitch. No, <laughs> like, no, didn't no shit. shit. Go to sleep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, you don't see I just turned the gaslights off. Why? Shit. Why you still up? But you can have a friends with benefits that you okay let me ask you this have you ever have you ever had a consistent bust down that's a question to both of you yeah yeah and what's the, the longest because they
1: was respectable women. you know what i mean we just had a oh
2: know. we respect we respect bust downs on this podcast okay I'm, I, i've been a bust I down i respect bust downs okay.
1: yeah we was so cool
0: like you know what i'm saying like we was cool i've i've, I've never i've never had a, a sexual like relationship with anybody that like i wasn't cool with at least at the time so yeah
2: yeah, yeah it's no yeah yeah we out here, we ain't out here dehumanizing nobody, but what's the longest that those relationships have ever been for you? A consistent bust down, somebody It wasn't serious, y'all both knew it wasn't serious, but y'all fucked kind of on the regular, you know, kind of a thing.
1: Hmm. The longest might've been maybe a couple months. Okay. Wasn't like a year and two years and then, but I probably, you know, like a couple
2: months. Okay, your answers, given, given that context, your answers make, that makes sense, what you're saying then, Alvin?
0: Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so. I, w- I would say that it takes me a while to go into like relationship mode. So mm. it's, <laughs> it's been like
2: in the garage. <laughs> we always. it's nice to it take a second to start up.
0: Yeah. It was, it was one of those situations where like, that's effectively what it was. And then it just transitioned to being in a relationship. And that was probably like seven, eight months.
2: See, yeah. and, and, I feel like I'm more in that boat because I feel like I've had I've had like uh, a consistent situation or whatever where it was like you know getting up close to a year, and even and and I don't know if you count this like if it's like a consecutive sentence or how you count this, but like I've had it stop for them being in a relationship and then pick back up after, kind of a situation. So like there's been like boyfriend breaks in between, but then we went back to that you know sort of a thing. So I could def you know, oh, you, six, you seven mean, months man. with somebody.
1: You mean that, you know, y'all have like a casual, sexual, you know, relationship, just casual, nothing serious. Dalliance. And then she gets a boyfriend yeah. and then you back up and then they break up and then you right back in the picture.
2: Exactly. Gotcha. So like in a situation like that, I could see a, if 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 y'all not on the same page, I could see a person being like, oh, I go we go together like we I'm you know, I'm, I've, I've been seeing him consistently for six months. You know, that means we're you know, I, I could see that happening. I mean they probably and I can see somebody doing it having a bus down for three years. That I can I can totally see, see, see somebody oh, okay.
0: doing that and the moment it happens to me, I'm gonna be like, ha ha, 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 ha we ain't had that conversation, pimp. No yeah.
1: <laughs> And I mean like the
0: thing is, that's 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 happened before too. That's happened. that's one hundred percent happened before too. Where they were like like we go together now and I'm like, ha, 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 no, no, no we don't. When, yeah, do, we, no, when no. do we establish yeah. that? Like I'm, that's how not not How
2: long in was that? Like what's the longest in that, that, that you've had or what are we? And they like and you like that you you don't tell me that we go together what do you mean
0: i mean I, i've have done i've done that you know like fairly early on okay like, so it, wasn't, it wasn't like long long in yeah it's it, and it's it's usually very like like a what are we conversation and i'm just like yeah man we're just a couple of kids having fun or some shit yeah and they're like well, well, I want more and i'm like well and i'm like well i don't, I don't so got more so you live in young wild. we young can go to waffle house group group after this.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah yeah but I That's can see a
1: situation good. where they might have said, okay, well, yeah, we're in a relationship, but they didn't have that, we're not doing this non-monogamous thing or like this monogamous-ish shit anymore. Like, no, nah, like we are, mon- I-, I would like to be monogamous. They could have very well said, oh yeah, well, you know, oh, this is my boyfriend. This is, oh, well, yes, yeah, sh- this is my girlfriend. But they, if they never had that explicit Man, conversation yeah. of we are monogamous, and they, if they both agreed to, you know, like, to be non-monogamous at the Mm very, at the beginning of, and that conversation never happened again, and he thinking everything's sweet, and she just like, oh yeah, like, you know, I'm just, you know, assuming that he just was, you know, being monogamous the whole time, but like you said, though, I do find that kinda, kinda weird, because if they had an agreement that if somebody else did something else outside of that relationship mm. the other person could do something then that means he wasn't telling her about he was hiding the times his numbers. yeah he was hiding his numbers and he wasn't giving her that option to that's step right. out and that's that's because yeah, i was yeah.
2: i agree because i was going to give that's him because i was going to be like okay maybe because i could see a person unintentionally ending because like don't ask don't tell is like can be actually a really like weird scary like mexican standoff situation where you're like do, do they know that i know that i that they know that i'm not supposed to ask like i'm not asking because they not supposed to tell and vice versa mm-hmm. and so you could end up being like okay so last night i hooked up with somebody and so when i'm telling her this story about what i did last night i need to kind of skip over some elements for her sake and so when you, and when you're hearing her stories about what she did you're not asking her specifics because you don't want to know no, and so you no, think no. y'all are in agreement they're like cool you're not going to tell me about what you do on your girl's night i'm not going to you know but it turns out you're the only one actually fucking. so i was going to give him that credit but if it's a if it's a tit for tat he keeping all the tits and she's got no tats it, he's he's racked up 16 numbers and she and hasn't told her hey you can catch up that has to be intentional like That's something that's got to be, yeah, that's got something.
1: It's something. It's definitely uh, a red Cheating, flag. I don't know if I, uh, cheating, I, I mean, maybe. It's, uh, it's, yes. uh, cheating it adjacent? It be.
2: He said it's it. Cheating, he said cheating it adjacent. It cheating adjacent. If your boyfriend has racked up 16 fucking bodies while y'all go together, you might be seeing a red flag. Um, But if uh, you decide to just take away men's rights as well as women's rights in service of your pro-life stance, then you're the one waving the red flag. It's been the Waving the Red Flag Podcast. It's been Eddie. It's been Alvin. It's been Josh. Uh, We'll see y'all next week. Like, subscribe, let us know everything that you uh, think about what we said in the comments and uh, join us on Patreon for bonus episodes and to join us, you know, talk to us on live and all that. We'll see y'all next week. Peace, peace. It's a red flag.